From VT, a dentist has been charged after allegedly poisoning his wife's protein shakes to start a new life with his mistress. <laughs> a dentist in Colorado, wow, has been charged for allegedly poisoning his wife so he could start a new life with a rumored lover. Is she hot? As reported by the New York Post. <laughs> Sorry, an arrest warrant affidavit issued against 45-year-old James Tolliver Craig alleges that he fatally poisoned his 43-year-old wife, Angela Craig, when he made her a tainted protein shake. According to the documents, Angela was soon admitted to... to, I'm sorry, this is an English website, and it screwed me up. Because it says, admitted to hospital. And it screwed me up there, because I expected to see the words, the hospital. But I know every other country just says, to hospital. U.S., we got to be fucking different and special, right? You guys use a way better measuring system, weight system, than we do. (laughs) You even call it a Royale with cheese. You don't know what the fuck a quarter pounder is. How much cooler does that sound? We still use the length of a king's fucking unit. Tell me how much sense that makes. Anyway, (laughs) according to the documents, okay, to hospital. After she had complained about a shake, her husband had made her. The drink makes, uh, you gave me taste weird, she wrote to her husband in a message seen by the Daily Mail. Good to know. I won't drink one, he replied. Smart ass. (laughs) The Mail reports that Craig had previously admitted to drugging his wife previously, several years ago. At the time, he reportedly claimed that he did so, so he could take his own life without her interrupting him. Jeez. He could so he could take his own life without her interrupting him. Damn. Either she's uh, kind of naggy to an extreme degree, or this guy's a bit of a prick. <laughs> Man, trying to kill my trying to kill myself here. Shut up, God. I'll take the trash out late. Well, I'm not going to, cause I'll be dead. Fine, I'll take the trash out first. Shit. Anything else you want me to do before I fucking? <laughs> it's one of those things, right? Given our history, I know that must be triggering, Craig tells his wife. Just for the record, I didn't drug you. You know, if you drug somebody, maybe a smart thing to say is not, I didn't drug you. <laughs> yeah, that's a little red flaggish, you know what I mean? Especially if you work in the medical field. Got a fucking genius over here. Welcome to No Disclosure. This podcast is brought to you by Spotify, Prevail Guitar Works, and DistroKid. This podcast is where we go on the news, see what's happening in the world, and based like fine, expensive turkeys and the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. This is also from VT. Louisiana sex offender who assaulted pre-teen girl is to be chemically castrated. Good. Finally, doing something correct to these sons of bitches. And in the U.S. too. Yeah, in the U.S. where we let people get away with fucking anything. Unless, Unless it has anything to do with drugs. If you go out and kill a shitload of people, you stand a chance of having a release date. If you get caught with a little bit of cocaine, the Colombian bam bam weed in your pocket, whatever, you'll be in jail for the rest of your fucking life. I know they're working and making strides to reverse that. And hopefully, you know, this is going to be a part of that. These people should be fucking chemically castrated. Thank God. 
Yeah, found guilty of the rape of the minor, will be chemically castrated after serving a 35-year prison sentence. Wow, that's a... <laughs> Ooh, that's a harsh fucking... Uh, that, that's a harsh one. Good, I'm glad. I'm, I'm really glad. Sick and fucking tired of seeing these people get off with a slap on the wrist. Uh, this is what should happen. Chemical castration. We've only been saying it for fucking ever. The decision to chemically castrate the convicted sex offender was revealed in a statement by, I'm not even going to attempt that, Parish District Attorney Scott, not going to try that either, who said of the convict, the first 25 years of his sentence is to be served without benefits and he will receive credit for time served. He also must make no contact with the victims, register as a sex offender for life, forfeit all parental rights to all children, and submit to chemical castration upon release. Good. We should be doing this. I'm glad that we're making strides and doing shit we're supposed to be doing. I know that there's arguments that go both ways. These are human beings, supposedly. But look at the fucking crimes that they did. Is, should this merit a death sentence? Some people actually say yes. I'm not going to give you my opinion. Unfortunately, I'm a little too close to stuff like this. But I do have my opinions, yes. And I applaud you, Louisiana. Chemical castration, good. Good. This is, this is what needs to happen. Fuck him. It's from UPI. That was really, really dark. <laughs> like, I, I didn't have anything to laugh about in that article. Nothing. I couldn't make a joke about it. Why the fuck did I bookmark that? It's like, hey, let's bring everybody down and talk about something so disgusting and tragic that I can't even make a cheeky joke. There we go. Hopefully, <laughs> it was terrible. I need to be a little bit more selective. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I saw castration in there, and I was like, hey, this is going to be weird. You know, maybe I should, like, read. It's from UPI. Jesus. <laughs> Patrons are going to give me hell for that. Camera found after 13 years in Colorado River. The photos have been recovered. Doesn't that blow your fucking mind? When I saw that, I was just, well, dude, a camera. 13 years in the Colorado River. Photos have been recovered. Now, there is something on YouTube about this. Yeah, there is something on YouTube about this. Uh, does it show any of the photos? Oh, wow. It's been in the Colorado River that long. That's wild. An angler who found a camera in a Colorado River was able to... Did I just say a Colorado River? Oh, not the Colorado... A, okay, never mind. A river in Colorado news. Can we make that a little bit easier to read? was able to retrieve the photos from the device and discovered it had been underwater for 13 years. Spencer Grana said he was fishing recently in the Animus River. It was the Animus River. And there is a loud-ass fucking... Is that a fire truck? That's not police. Blaring its fucking siren. Sounds more like a meat wagon. I don't know if it's a fire truck. Yeah, I think it's a meat wagon. Hopefully you won't be able to fucking hear that. Let's start again. It's awesome. Every time I hit record, nothing, all day. Second I hit record, everything goes crazy. Spencer Grainer said he was fishing recently in the Animus River when he spotted a camera at the bottom of the shallow water. God, why do I even try anymore? I was walking along and saw it sticking out of the sand, he says. It was in rough shape, so I didn't have any hopes of getting anything off it. I was just planning to throw it away. Amazingly, there are pictures on it. 
He discovered the phone was loaded with photos of a bachelorette party, a wedding, and a tubing trip. Ooh, bachelorette party. Maybe we know why the camera was thrown in the river? Maybe? <laughs> Could there be something to this? Maybe some incriminating photos? You guys went to that, uh, you chicks went to that uh, thing where the guys wear the bear you know, like they come up dressed as like teddy bears and shit, giant stuffed animals, and they take it out. Out comes the dong. Huh? Doors get shut. Things get locked. Nobody says shit. It was one of them bachelor parties, wasn't it? <laughs> the camera, in case you're wondering, turned out to have been dropped by Coral Amai during a 2010 tubing trip on the river. Yeah, tossed. <laughs> it had gotten tossed from my tube at Smelter Rapid, she said. They found her. And I came back up, got my tube camera gone. Grainer and Amaya determined the camera had traveled about 1.2 miles downriver during its 13 years underwater. Hats off to OM System and their Olympus Style S790W, I guess. The camera was unusable, but it was toughened up enough to keep the SD card intact so there you go that's a hell of a Olympus if you guys were smart <laughs> I'm a marketing guy you know that's my thing I'm a marketing whiz you know that's just the, the uh, just a thing that I fell into I've always been good at it Olympus use this <laughs> is Olympus are, are they still around the Olympus cameras even if you're not come back and use that shit like, one of our cameras survived 13 years underwater, still showed photos of the bachelorette party. You see this? And show off the photos, too. I mean, be like, hey, this spent 13 years underwater. Look how clear this picture is for the time. The wife is bent over. You see how the guy is pulling the strap up, you know, while he's, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. You can see every single detail. <laughs> okay. I took that kind of far. Well, yeah, there you go. Olympus. Be smart. Huh? You got some good marketing material there. I would do it. It's from Yahoo News. Fruit roll-ups had to tell TikTokers not to eat plastic. Yeah, because apparently you have to do that these days. Okay, so let me say that again. Are you listening? Uh, fruit roll-ups had to tell grown TikTokers, well, like grown, grown people, humans, uh, bipedal hominids, not to eat plastic. <laughs> After a bizarre trend gained millions of views, fruit roll-ups, yeah, step in. Had to warn grown-ass people not to eat plastic liners following a viral trend on our favorite fucking <laughs> conveyor belt of stupidity. Some users froze the candy and appeared to consume the fucking thing whole, plastic lining included. Fruit roll-ups confirmed, because <laughs> apparently they had to, plastic does not freeze, kids. You shouldn't eat it. After going viral on TikTok earlier this month, the company behind the beloved childhood snack, childhood, pff, speak for yourself, childhood. Like, I'm a grown-ass man, and I want me some fucking fruit roll-ups. You go into the store, pick me up some fruit motherfucking roll-ups, childhood snack. I was compelled to post a PSA reminding users to please not consume the plastic lining. Like, this is amazing to me. <laughs> in March, a TikTok trend emerged in which users wrapped ice cream in fruit roll-ups and froze the combination to create a sandwich-style snack that has a satisfying kind of diabetes crunch to it. You know? Maybe a little bit of hypertension aftertaste. 
That trend evolved into some users simply freezing fruit roll-ups, seemingly without unrolling the fucking things and eating them whole. Oh my god. Uh, TikTok needs to be banned. <laughs> or just find out who's making these videos. Can we just, you know, can we just fucking exile them somewhere? Is there somewhere we could place them? They still have room in the Australian outback, right? I mean, we still got room for exile there, don't we? Shit. As anyone who's eaten a fruit roll-up knows, okay, just FYI here, there's a thin layer of plastic inside that's intended to be removed when it's unrolled. Why? Because it's plastic! This led some users to express concern that people were inadvertently eating fucking plastic when it was frozen, as creators could be seen biting straight into the unrolled shit. Rage bait for views, huh? More generously, some combination of an early April Fool's joke? I don't know. But this is TikTok, so we need to assume the worst, don't we? This is from Dex... <laughs> Dex... <laughs> Dex... Dexterdo.com? Dexterdo. I don't know that. Starbucks. Fires employee for making scrumptious steak tacos in the work oven. Okay, listen to that. A Starbucks employee... <laughs> <laughs> was reportedly fired from their job after they were caught using the work oven to heat up and make their own food with the worker uploading the situation to TikTok, of course, in a video that has now gone viral. Well, at least he's not eating inedible shit. And we have a fucking winner here. All workplaces have rules and regulations that employees must abide by. No shit. For Starbucks, one such guideline is that staff are seemingly not allowed to be inventive, creative, have fun, be cool, or help out their fucking company while on work premises. And I'll tell you what that means in a second. At Starbucks, customers are able to purchase items such as sandwiches, savory snacks, which can then be toasted in the cafe's industrial oven. But what I get from this... See, they were making steak tacos while working a shift at Starbucks, with the employee detailing the full rundown of how they made the meal using the Starbucks conviction oven. However, the video then cuts to an image of the workers with the caption, Goodbye, Starbucks. The steak was fire, and now I'm fired. <clears throat> now, you work for... This, this, this is what I was getting at earlier. You work for a company, apparently, that is so fucking stupid, they're going to fire you <laughs> over something that... This guy was describing as, like, food fucking meth. I mean, he said this shit was amazing. What the fuck is wrong with you, Starbucks? He's making tacos <laughs> in the convection oven. Number one, it's possible. Number two, he keeps saying, and the people on even TikTok who didn't even eat the fucking thing are saying this thing is badass. Everybody online on TikTok, granted, granted, they're a bunch of tardigrade brain nincompoops on TikTok, but... That's that. That's who you market to anyway. <laughs> that's your demographic. Who doesn't? Okay, show of hands, Starbucks. Who doesn't like tacos? No hands? Cool. Okay, let's continue. Who doesn't like making fucking money? No hands. Wow, I'm surprised. I have an idea here, dipshits. Tacos at Starbucks. Yes. This guy was making them in the convection oven. It's easy to make, and they end up being apparently pretty badass. This is a guy that you give a raise, not a guy that you fire. This is it, man. This is the companies that we fucking work for. <laughs>
Everybody's talking about the staffing issues and all that stuff because of COVID. Nobody wants to work. Nobody wants to work. Yeah, maybe there's a little bit of that going around. But let me tell you what you want me to tell you what the real fucking problem is. The post-COVID staffing shortages. Since nobody uses their common fucking sense anymore. Do you want me to tell you what the real issue is? Okay. (laughs) People were allowed to work from home. Either they were laid off or they worked from home, whatever. They were there in quarantine 24-7. So they did whatever the fuck they wanted to do because they don't have to commute to your fucking slave factory every day. They did their side gigs. They opened up the Etsy stores. For the first time, a lot of these people, for the first time, they finally got a taste of what it was like to be the YouTuber, to be the online commerce guy, to be the drop shipping guy, to be the podcaster. You know what I mean? They finally got a taste of what that's like. And then it was time to shuffle back into the office like the opening scene of fucking Metropolis. Check your personality, your hopes and dreams at the door. Do you want to work some overtime this week? You know what I mean? Come on. I'm not the only person who's figured this shit out. Use your head. That's what I'd say is causing a good, the, probably the vast majority of these issues. Look what happens. Nobody wants to work for companies that are this fucking stupid. I run a company myself. If I saw somebody doing something like this, I'd be like, okay, show me how you did that. You might have something here. Let's put it on the menu for a little bit. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, then you get a fucking write-up. You know, I'm not going to fire his ass for it. That's a genius at work. That's a smart person. That's somebody who is obviously not challenged in their position. That's somebody you make a fucking manager. I'm telling you. Starbucks, you guys are stupid. You don't know what the hell you're doing. This is why companies fail. I just want you to know that. Cautionary tale. Fucking terrible. Terrible. Well, you shine on, you crazy diamond. Go make your tacos wherever you work. Maybe someday a company would have the fucking balls to see you for the outside of the box fucking genius that you are. If you worked for my company, you would have been senior management in 10 fucking minutes. I promise you that. This is from Miami New Times. A Miami man injured. Here we go, Florida. What happened here? Miami man injured by a falling iguana during an outdoor yoga class. (laughs) (laughs) it's raining iguanas hallelujah it's a fucking iguana you know you have a you know you got a major problem with an invasive species when they're falling from fucking trees and knocking people out what did wait wait, it said this guy he has injured okay so make sure he didn't die as I do, I wasn't going to joke about that you know (laughs) but since he was injured you're fair game I guess (laughs) You know you got an invasive species issue if they're falling from trees, falling from the fucking sky and injuring people. 14 years. For 14 years, man. Yoga instructor Anna Margaret Sanchez has taught a free community class at Legion Park, Miami's Upper East Side neighborhood. We have ourselves a good Samaritan here. A cool person. Hosting a free class. You know, she's not like all the other Florida people getting naked, doing meth, taking some bath salts to wash it down and doing some crazy shit in the middle of a fucking highway. Here's somebody normal in Florida. And then she gets hit by an iguana. Started with 20 people, grew over time to the point where the attendance can easily top 100. And regulars have braved hurricane watches, COVID, now falling iguanas. The first Saturday of 2023 due an especially large crowd. The weather was lovely, only seven days into the new year. And look up to the beautiful trees, and bam, you won't believe what happened next. Iguana. (laughs) That's fucking crazy. Uh, Can you imagine? 
doing your downward dog, your warrior triangle, seated stretching poses, huh? With your fucking <laughs> with your fucking moose knuckle right there in the air, the breeze flowing and everything. Get hit by an iguana right upside your fucking head. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, this is uh. Uh, yeah, this is when you know you got an invasive species issue. The iguanas in Florida. I mean, this is seriously becoming a major problem. That sucks. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. They're going to make a full recovery, though, you know, so there's that. I just saw, you know, it's Florida. Wow. Isn't it scary when a piece of weird news like this, an iguana falling from the fucking sky and hitting somebody, is considered what I consider to be pretty tame news in Florida? Anywhere else. I would be having a riot with this thing. But since it's in Florida, I'm like, hey, something happened today. <laughs> this is from Sussex World. And if you cover it up just right with your thumb, it's called Sex World. Sussex pet owner uses dating app Grinder to find a missing cat. I have questions. Quite a few of them. A Twitter user, how? <laughs> That's the main one. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I gotta oh wait. I, I I need to learn. A Twitter user shared a screenshot from his app, which showed photo of the feline looking quite unimpressed as felines do among several under Grinder users' profile pictures. Okay, registered under the name Missing Cat, the Brighton-based Moggy is described as goofy, chill, curious, and interests. Cat has interests such as karaoke, movies, music, reading. And uh, kicking cat litter all over the fucking house, making you vacuum it every two days. I added that last part. Getting zoomies at three in the fucking morning and headbutting the glass fucking French doors. I added that part too. Cats do have interests, I guess. The dating profile says that the feline is a 2023. I got to deal with wasabi for 23 years. <laughs> I didn't know they lived that long. <laughs> with an average body size. Specifies that he's looking for dates, relationship right now. Oh, this is really weird. <laughs> I don't know if this is genius or absolutely insane. I mean, you know that there's at any given point. I mean, come on. <laughs> all these repressed males out there. Guys who are... Looking at all these e-thought girls online, constantly being bombarded by things that are completely out of their league, whacking it to things that they don't know are complete damaged goods, buying bathwater on the internet. You know, there's some circle jerking going around. <laughs> I'm going to get so Spotify. Let me tell you, it was really nice having you guys as a sponsor, man. <laughs> been what two episodes since we uh re-agreed on our you know monetization thing and where this podcast is going to be at i know for a fact you even said you were that you're going to be listening to the next couple of episodes you know to just get a feel of where we need to place no disclosure whoever that is just <laughs> make sure you have an on-site therapist they're gonna hear <laughs> If you listen to this every week, you're going to develop fucking eye twitch. Cassie refuses to be in the room whenever I record the show now. <laughs> this is from IndiaTimes.com. Passengers baffled as a porn clip plays for three minutes on TV screens at a Petna railway station. <laughs> That's awesome. How did that happen? 
People at Bihar's Patna Railway Station, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, uh, were in for a shock when an adult film started playing on the TV screens installed there. Uh, Someone in the security booth zigged when he should have zagged, huh? <laughs> uh, sorry, okay. Regain your composure, dipshit. Come on. The incident took place on Sunday at around 9.30 a.m. as per an India Today report. The people at the station who were baffled when the adult film started playing instead of the advertisements on the station's TV screens filed a complaint with the government railway police, the GRP, and Railway Protection Force. Ooh, I like the name of that. The RPF. Oh, it's blurred, but we have footage of the incident. Can we make out what's going on? Oh, uh, you guys blurred it really well, but not well enough. Oh, a torpedo. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's missionary. But she's doing that thing where she's, you know, like, you know, where she's got the legs all the way up. I'm going to give you a play-by-play -play here just because I can. <laughs> okay. So she gets on top. We're looking at a reverse cowgirl now. Took a little bit to get it in. I mean, you know, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if it's just for effect or what. They didn't blur this worth of shit. <laughs> I'm watching porn as we're recording, as, as was everybody there. Man, that's pretty fucking hardcore shit. I mean, whew, yeah. <laughs> we're not talking fucking Skinamax uh, taxi cab confessions kind of shit here. That was full-blown hardcore fucking triple X pornography. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. How did that happen? There were kids in there. <laughs> Later, railway officials also swung into action and an FIR was registered against due to communication. The agency has been blacklisted by the railway and a fine has been imposed on it. Well, I fucking hope so. The contract which instructed, <laughs> which entrusted the, <laughs> I'm sorry, it keeps looping. I'm getting distracted. <laughs> I know all I had to do was fucking pause it. But man, the quality of this blurring is terrible. Uh, this I'm telling you, it's hardcore shit. <clears throat> they started off missionary, and then, uh, you know, there's the uh, <laughs> there's the decoupling of you know the the two fuel planes, right? The decoupling. One of them flies at a slightly higher altitude, struggles to line things up just a little bit, and the refueling begins. I know exactly what's happening in this scene, and that played in front of. People in public, that's my India. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> that's great. Kids, I'm sorry. Oh, that's terrible. In front of the kids, man. Uh, there's, there's no jokes I can make there. Anybody else would say, well, they got to learn sometime. But not like this. Not like this. <laughs> Let them learn naturally. They don't need to see this kind of stuff. Something like this. I mean, I'm not joking now. Something like this could warp a child's mind forever. So I understand the fines and them getting in as much trouble as they did. Yeah, this can fuck up a, a child's mind. This, you're exposing them to something that their mind shouldn't even, they shouldn't go there yet. You know, their minds shouldn't even be comprehending this stuff yet. They don't understand, you know. That's what makes it criminal. That's what makes it fucked up. Everybody on this earth needs to learn about sex, to lose their virginity the correct way, the way I did in the back of a white Pontiac Sunfire with uh, 
some chick that you just met that afternoon. Very, very awkward, cramped sex in the back. Trying to get it out, you know, try the front seat, passenger seat, you know what I mean? Then hitting your head on the door so fucking hard that you get lightheaded. And then having to make the excuse that you're a little keyed up and scared that someone would drive by. That's why you can't get it up. No, it's not. It's the fact that you gave yourself a concussion that actually happened. This is from UPI. <laughs> this is embarrassing stories about Billy Day. I have no shame. Overturned truck spills 10,000 wine bottles onto the California onto a California highway. <laughs> Wasn't this like Homer Simpson Homer Homer Simpson's wet dream or something, you know? Remember that? <laughs> the Duff Beer <laughs> The Duff Beer truck crashes on the highway and Homer's like dancing in it like the fucking sound of music, you know? Really happened here. March 22nd, the California Highway Patrol said cleanup crews were summoned to the stretch of highway when a truck overturned and spilled its load. Well, something was spilling its load in India, too. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Oh, I had to go there. Of about 10,000 empty wine bottles. Oh, they were empty. Okay. That still sucks, though. It's a hell of a lot of cleaning. CHP Santa Rosa office said the truck overturned on Highway 101 near Haroldsburg when the trailer ripped open. Spilling its load. Sorry, I had to say that again. I just like that. It has a ring. Of about 10,000 empty wine bottles into the roadway. No other vehicles involved. Driver not injured. Well, his fucking job's going to be injured. That's for sure. You see, this is... <laughs> that's that's a shitload of wine bottles, boy. Woo! And they weren't full, though. They were just empty. What the fuck? Come on, weird news. Give me something. It's from CTV News. Ontario man fails a driving test. Almost hits four people with the vehicle before doing burnouts in the parking lot. Really? Was this during the driver's test? <laughs> oh, man, you are a fucking savage. Police in Guelph, Ontario. Have, sorry, I, I say things like this wrong. I know I do. I apologize, Canada. Have charged a man who they say failed a driving test before driving off, almost hitting four people, and then decides to do donuts in a parking lot. Holy shit. Talk about fucking not giving a fuck. According to... <laughs> this is Canada. Man. Did, did you get one of ours or something? <laughs> Seen American import. According to a news release, officers were called to Woodlawn Road, West Plaza, around 4 p.m. Monday after a man got angry after... Oh, he failed his driver's test. Okay. Guys, come on. This, this guy's a terrible example. Send him here. He's like a normal person in Florida. <laughs> Deport his ass. Send him here. Yeah, well, we'll make good use of him. I'm fucking sure of that. The driver allegedly yelled at drive test staff, got into his vehicle, sped through the parking lot, drove through a hallway, almost killing four people, and then did a number of burnouts in the plaza parking lot right in front of every fucking buddy, including the person that administered the goddamn test. Police say they found him sitting in the driver's seat of the parked vehicle. 36-year-old Brampton, Ontario man has been tar charged with dangerous driving and stunt driving. He was banned from driving for a month and his vehicle was impounded for two weeks. 36 years old? 36? Isn't that a little old to be taking your fucking driving test? What did you do? Why were you taking your driving test at this age? Did you lose your fucking license before? There's no way you waited this long. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> I need to look something up. How old... Do you 
Need to be to get a license in Canada. 16. To apply for a license, you must be at least 16 years old. Pass a vision test. You should be able to pass a fucking IQ test. Testing your knowledge of the rules of the road. Close enough, I guess. And traffic signs. After you pass these tests, you will enter level one and get a class G1 license. You must pass two road tests to become fully licensed. Damn, Canada. Very good. Very good. If you grow up in a rural area here in America, they say, drive around a town square. This is where you start the car. Your fucking headlights work. Oh, shit. You got one out. Take it over to Dennis out back. You know where the old shell station used to be? Well, that's a body shop now. You go there and you tell them that I told you to fix that fucking headlight. Well, looks like you ran over two curbs. Where do you live at? Oh, shit. You just live across the street? Oh, fuck it. All right. You get a license. You take care of yourself. Yeah, that's how it is. When I got my license, I mean, in California and shit like that, New York, if you even own a car, <laughs> there are some places that it's very, very difficult to get your license. Man, they want you to parallel park. They want you to do the whole shebang. But in America, it's very inconsistent. Uh, people from other countries, I got my license in court in Iowa, literally. Do you know what I had to do? Turn on the motherfucker and drive around the town square. That was it. No parallel parking. No, the, the driving instructor didn't, did, instructor didn't even tell me how many points certain passengers were. I mean, he didn't tell me shit. I just had to drive around, park at the courthouse, and he go, uh, I was, even I was surprised. I was like, is that it? He goes, yeah, you're done. I was like, Fuck, all right, that's cool. <laughs> God, he didn't tell me. The elderly people are 50 points. If they have a limp, you could tack on another 20. Little kids, about 70 points each. If they're handicapped mentally or physically, shit, you're looking up into the quadruple digits as far as points go. <laughs> I'm going to get <laughs> For a guy who hates getting fucking phone calls. Uh, anyway, this is from Yahoo Entertainment. It's, it's, it's called humor, okay? Just messing around. Don't cancel me. <laughs> I refuse to be fucking canceled. You cancel me, I'm going to come back fucking harder. Would you eat... This too much cilantro pizza from Pizza Hut. You bet your ass I will. You can put cilantro on fucking anything. It turns out to be the bomb. You go to Taco Bell. You go to get any kind of taco meal, like any kind of uh, mediocre taco. You know, throw some cilantro on it. Ooh, motherfucker. You're looking at fucking you know, Michelin shit. <laughs> Cilantro's the fucking bomb. Put it on anything. Put it on ground beef. Makes it fucking pop, boy. Put it in, you know, like, uh, when you're making burgers, you know, with actual ground beef, smush the patties together and all that shit. Throw some cilantro in there. Ugh, makes meat fucking pop, boy. Love cilantro. You might want to try Pizza Hut's latest creation, the Too Much Cilantro Pizza. Landing in Japan, the pie comes with a thick layer of cilantro, each uh, slice topped with at least three stalks of the herb. Uh, the moment you open the box, you'll be surprised by the fragrance. Well, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, wait a minute. Ooh, now I'm seeing the picture. That is way too much cilantro. They're not fucking around. <laughs> it, it It is seriously a pile, a pyramid pile of cilantro on top of that pizza. Yeah, you guys were not fucking kidding with that name. That's too much, guys. <laughs> Looks like grass is growing on it. <laughs> oh, boy. Hmm. I know pizza, it's trying to attract a younger Gen Z audience. 
The pizza additionally features prawns, tomato sauce, and yangyum, a Korean for sauce, to accompany the divisive coriander flavor. Oh, wow. Too much cilantro pizza. That, that's too much, guys. That's fucking overkill. If you want to, you know, if you want to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? If you want to appeal to the Gen Z audience, take some, you know, take some fucking uh, lessons from fruit roll-up. <laughs> Just cover it in, you know, something inedible. Gorilla glue, plastic, maybe balancing it 10 feet high on fucking milk crates. Oh, they'll eat it up. As if there's, if there's some kind of way to potentially destroy yourself, break every bone in your body, or, you know, to the most rational of us, look like the biggest fucking idiot who was ever shat out of a womb. That's how you make it apply to the Gen Z. <laughs> Just cover it in plastic. There you go. That's all you got to do. This is from WGME. Wigme, wigme. Sorry. <laughs> I'm starting to get a little sleep happy. I've been up for like 24 hours straight. Police. FDA. Investigate after people report feeling sick from THC and ice cream at a New Hampshire cafe. That's awesome. <laughs> a new market, New Hampshire. The New Market, New Hampshire Police Department and the FDA say they're investigating reports of people feeling sickages after eating Angelo's Amore ice cream in Roots Local Cafe and Catering. How did the THC get in there? Some of the victims tested positive for the shit. And I mean very, very positive. Police say on March 17th to 18th, several unrelated people started checking themselves into the hospital for severe dizziness, weakness, exceptionally high heart rates, and wanting a shitload more ice cream. One victim was kept for observation overnight. The other one was a child, which ain't fucking funny. And this article doesn't even explain how the THC got in there. Okay, so the investigation's still open. You could have said that, news! <laughs> they don't tell you shit. They're like, hey, there's some THC and ice cream. Let's just leave it an unsolved mystery for everybody. There's nobody that's... You guys gotta think, you know, there's podcasters out there. There's people like me who d depend on this weird news. We gotta come up with shit on the fly. You know, we gotta be... Mm, 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 mm. We gotta be sharp. I don't pre-write these jokes, obviously. <laughs> I stumble all over my shit more than fucking Rodney Dangerfield. I, I come up with this all on the fly, boy. You know, we need information to be able to do this. Make your article squared away. Give me the info. Be correct. Don't be the New York Times. Don't leave shit out. It's from WMUR9. Apparent manure <laughs> spills across New Hampshire Road. Yes. Manure. <laughs> I just like that word. Manure. It's a New Hampshire... That's, oh my God. Wow. That's a hell of a picture, man. Yeah. That's a lot of manure. That is one big pile of shit. Police said each side of the road was down to one lane in the area of the market basket while officers waited for a company to clean the mess up. Police said they're still working on finding the truck and driver responsible for the spill. That is a shitload of shit. What happened? That's a lot of fucking manure. So, oh God, it looks like someone purposely decorated the road. What happened? I want to know. I wish there was footage of this. There's got to be, right? I mean, these motherfuckers, it's fucking, this, these George Orwellian fucking cameras at all our stoplights now. Yeah, what happened to a buddy of mine? I was driving through here. 
Paducah, Kentucky, where I'm at. You know, this ain't no sprawling fucking metropolis. And just for fun, he was speeding a little bit. He didn't know he was at the time. But just for fun, he flipped off one of the fucking traffic lights when it was staying red forever. Finally turned green. He gave it the finger. Lo and behold, he gets a letter in the mail saying that he was speeding. And they include a picture. He showed it to me. Included a picture of him flipping the bird to the traffic light. I was like, wow, (laughs) that's crazy. There's got to be footage of the doo-doo spill. What happened? Was it an accident, huh? Was someone trying to, you know, escape the town baddie? Hmm? And there was just happened to be a, a carefully placed truck of poo-poo right there, huh? Making for dramatic effect? You know what I'm talking about. Bernard! I hate Bernard! <laughs> anyway, guys, I'll catch you later. <laughs> Have a good one, all right? Make sure to go on Asylum817.com. That's Asylum817.com for all things no disclosure related. All the social media links are there, as well as a link to get to our Patreon account, where you can get everything from bonus episodes, giveaways at certain tiers, ad-free episodes, all kinds of shit. Check it out. Shout out to the patrons, by the way. The Kunkel Homestead YouTube channel, Donald Haynes, David Peterson. I really appreciate you guys. The show would not be around if it wasn't for you. So yeah, that's it. That is all she wrote. That's all I can says, and I can't says no more. Lyndon Baines Johnson, 1964. All right, bye, guys. I'll catch you later. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a lot of duty. Did you know it's the basis here? No disclosure, business, confiscated evidence, no smoking gun. No disclosure is overjoyed to say that we are sponsored by DistroKid. If you are an independent musician who wants to get their music out there on every streaming platform imaginable, this is the place to go. I'm picky with sponsors. I would only allow one to be a part of this only if I myself use the product and I've released all of my solo albums as well as singles through DistroKid. Only 20 bucks a year, unlimited uploads, and you keep 100% of your royalties. That is madness. <laughs> I can tell you from personal experience and being a musician for a very long time, record labels do not work that way. As a matter of fact, DistroKid has made history by doing so, marking the first time ever that an artist high on the charts made 100% of their earnings. You're not alone in this. Major record labels are now looking to DistroKid for new talent. My albums are worldwide. Yours should be too. By going to the link in the description of this episode, you get 7% off the first year of an already insane, measly 20 bucks a year to upload unlimited music that you have created and want to share with the world. By going to the link I am providing in this episode's description, you support No Disclosure, you save some money off the first year. Did I mention it's only 20 bucks a freaking year? And you get your music heard, which in the end is the most important thing. 